0: You're tuned into Let's Talk Life XL with Shante Gamble on X-Talk Radio, Radio. the most chill internet radio station in Houston. Hey, y'all. We are back at it. We're continuing the conversation. It was worth it. Now... This conversation has led us, you know, to really kind of piggyback on redefining success. You know, really, what does it take to stay in the game? Um, All of our past conversations have been in complete alignment. So that has been the, the new thing for season five. I've never had so many shows stay consecutively aligned. And it's all because of you guys, your feedback. Thank you guys for tuning in every Saturday. So without any delay, Hello.
1: Thank you so much. And thank you for giving me the opportunity uh, to speak on your station. I really appreciate it. My name is Kim Mason, and I'm the executive director of Women Cultivating Greatness, a nonprofit organization that helps people in the Houston area and beyond. So I'm very excited about Women Cultivating Greatness. So that's
0: me. Now, what got you um, going toward the direction of
1: founding this business? Well, um, it was from my own personal experience. I'm the the poster child for women cultivating greatness because what we do is um, provide support, emotional, educational, and economic support to women who learn differently. So these are women who have... Um, dyslexia or ADD, ADHD. Um, I have dyslexia and um, ADD. And so I know firsthand the feeling, and I was not diagnosed until I was 30. So I had spent a lot of years struggling in school because I wasn't being taught in a manner That I could receive, you know, because we all have our own learning styles. So that's what made me start this in hopes to catch the other 40% of people who have dyslexia, but don't know it.
0: I love that, you know, being in education, you know, I see kids all the time and a lot of behavior can often stem from their learning styles not being met, their learning needs. And that's what, you know, for me, teaching is so instrumental because if you're not careful, you overlook kids that are could be very successful, not only in your classroom, but socially and um, outside of the classroom when it comes to community, you know? And that's why I really pride myself on, you know, making sure that I have a connection with the kids. Like I understand them, you know, I take the time to understand, okay, what is it that you need? (laughs) <laughs> you know, yes. from me, you know, sometimes it's just patience. And i am be honest, you know, being a human being, you gotta reach into that back pocket for that little extra piece of patience. But um, a lot of it is just really the learning needs of the kids. Like for me, you have to write that stuff down. Like if you don't write it down for me, it's not going to get done. I am a very visual learner. And some people, they don't, they're just auditory. You could just tell them A to B and they're like, boom, done. I'm yeah. like, ooh, can you write it down and then tell me again? And then after that, you will not have to repeat yourself. So, you know, mm-hmm. seeing organizations like yours, I really think it's so instrumental because it's it like especially in our generation and before it wasn't those. We didn't have those identifying markers to say, hey, you know, she need a little bit of extra support here. She, he needs a little extra support there. It was just like. You're right. You'll figure it out. We'll get along. So we have to remember that we all grow up. Now, throughout the development of your, your business, how have you seen this process really transforms women, uh, their confidence?
1: Oh, it it is incredible because, um, you know, they didn't start doing testing for dyslexia and all of that until 1980. And I'm going to age myself, but in 1980, I was in the 10th grade. So I had still, I had gone through many years of not getting any kind of support. And so the one thing that we do with the ladies is that we have a series of classes and these classes are based on my research and also my personal experience. And so, um, learning, uh, the first class we do is learning styles, because just like you mentioned, are you auditory? Are you a visual learner? Are you kinesthetic? Or um, are you read-write? I'm a kinesthetic learner, which um, if you sit down and show me and it's physical, I get it right away. And then my second one is read-write. So the first thing that we want to do is identify exactly how you learn. And what the pleasure is, is that so many of these women have told me, you mean all this time I just needed someone to sit down with me? Because, you know, with me, if you tell me something auditory, I'm going to remember one or two things because part of my dyslexia Deals with um, short term memory deficit. So you can't give me a list of, of five, even five things and expect me to remember. So it's just when the light goes on and they understand, you know, if the information is presented to me this way, I'll be more successful. And people are going out and up in their level as far as applying for other jobs because now they know what they need to ask for to advocate for themselves
0: i love you know? it i feel like that is so beautiful because we're all here for a reason we all have a purpose and when we really activate those pur- that purpose for our lives when we walk in that It's so beautiful to see just the results of the effects that we have on other people just because we're doing what we're supposed to do. And we're gonna jump right into the topic. Today's topic is it was worth it and delay. Now, (laughs) I know y'all like Shantae. how is a delay ever worth it? And I feel like delays are so instrumental for actually getting us to the place we're supposed to be, but faster. And I know it's like, how, how is that? Well, when you think about it, if you are sitting at a red light, right? And you're like, oh my God, I really, I'm in a rush. I really need this to be green. But it's red for a reason, because if you go ahead and go while that light is red, someone else is in the process of going too, and there just might be a collision. So in your life, when has, has there ever been a time where delay was a good thing? You look back and you're like, I am so glad I had to pause right there for a moment.
1: Yeah. um, When I first uh, started my business, it was just going to be like women empowerment, having different seminars and things like that. And, um, you know, I got the idea of exposing myself as being dyslexic and ADD and all of that, but I had so much fear and I kept putting it off and putting it off, although I felt that God was leading me in that way. Um, and so I just said, Well, no, I don't want to say anything because what if my job finds out? What if they start questioning everything I'm doing? Uh, what if other people, you know, shy away from me or whatever? And so um, I started my business, but it's only been about, Dyslex- it, well, we've been it's been six years and I think it's the last two years that or two and a half that I actually exposed myself. So waiting was a good and kind of like a bad thing because with the good, it made me decide uh what is what's important. Are you gonna live out live out this thing? or are you gonna continue to hide? Because I hid, because in elementary school, they had the classroom at the end of the hall. Those were all the bad kids were, the behavioral problems, the kids who couldn't learn and all of that. But those were the kids that got teased and we never saw them. They didn't go to lunch or if they did go to lunch, we never saw them. And so I spent a lot of years in fear because I didn't want to be put in that class and hiding and all of that. And so my experience is um, I just want people to come out and just say, yes, this is my issue, but I'm very creative or what have you. You know, like I can walk into someone's house and my mind starts decorating their house I love colors and interior design so we just need to uplift what we're great at and stop trying to bring up our weaknesses with our strengths you know and to me i I focus on my strengths
0: I love that now. We're going to drop the mic here But I want to unpack something you said about hiding Because I feel like a lot of us Are still hiding But y'all enjoy You're tuned into Let's Talk Life XL With Shantae
1: Gamble on X-Talk Radio The most chill Internet radio station in the US
0: back at it we're gonna pick the mic back up we were talking about really just stepping forth in your purpose and not hiding anymore now you have you guys we've been talking all along about authenticity I've been really you know focusing on this skill set because walking in your true self takes practice And what I've been learning lately is a lot of us are still struggling from things in our childhood, including myself. And you're thinking like, how is that possible? I'm 41, I'm 55, I'm 60. Well, think about it. What are some of your deepest insecurities? Where did they come from? Because a lot of times, you know, a lot of our struggles come from when we were small. You know, we're in these environments where 90% of us are immature. We don't lack the emotional intelligence to say, well, if I tease her in this way, you know, I think it's funny. She might laugh for a little bit and then it'll be all over. We don't have the emotional intelligence to say, well, if I tease her now, it might be all over for me, but for her, she may continuously struggle with what I said for the next 30 years, but our responsibility, and it might even become from the way we were raised, some of the values that we were instilled, some of the Ways, you know, the do's and the don'ts. And, you know, before we've had the chance to really understand who we are, we've already accepted all of these things that were put upon us. So, you know, we've been talking about how to kind of undo and rewrite some of these things all year. So let's talk about hiding. Now, for you, I know what was the first
1: step of coming out of hiding? The first step really was just a lot of prayer, just a lot of prayer. And, you know, I just kind of told God, I don't I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this because, you know, I do uh, suffer from, I would say, imposter syndrome. You know, I know I have a lot of ta- uh, talents, but I think that because I have the dyslexia, well, you know, I can't show that. I can't say that. And like you said, the hiding. So I think it was prayer. And then... I just started reading other people's stories, you know, like Oprah Winfrey and, um, things that they've overcome. And I still do that to this day and it kind of helped me to have more courage to do it. And I had friends that were pushing me and that, that's the wonderful thing about, you know, when are you going to tell people you're dyslexic and ADD? When are you going to do this? When, you know, and, um, I'm so glad they did because, you know, uh, the highest compliment is when someone tells me I knew something was wrong, but I didn't know what it was. I didn't have any connections or anything. And um, I just cry because um, if you have a servant's heart, It just makes you, you know, it just makes me feel so good when people say, I didn't know my learning style. I didn't know that I could get it. And now I know I have to write something down because if I don't, I won't. And then to have the classes put together puzzle pieces for people. You know, we have a class on organizing um, Self care. We have, um, and because mental health is so important, because I spent a lot of years beating myself up. You're stupid. You're dumb. You're never gonna get married. You're never gonna have any kids. All of that is a lie. Of course. That's that's why I'm I'm not hiding anymore.
0: And you have kids.
1: Yes. Yes, you I have, have you a job.
0: Married. Yes, I did. (laughs) And you run a company. So, you know, one thing I've been telling myself that, you know, feelings are very real. And I don't, you know, advise anybody at any point to deny how they feel. I just know that feelings a lot come with feelings. Like, you know, when we're experiencing a delay, We don't really see the value in it, the worth in it. We're like, well, you know, I'm just trying to, you know, progress. I'm trying to move, you know, and then you may get down. You may feel discouraged. You may feel like you can't do it. But with feelings, we have to also recognize that there could be some lies embedded in that because fear, when feelings, when fear and feelings get involved, it's not 100% the truth of your current reality. Or the truth of your potential future, right? We look at our past experiences and then we, we surmise that this is the way it's gonna be. Or we limit ourselves because we're experiencing the delay. Okay, I must've heard God wrong. Right? So I just have to, I got to stop what I'm doing. I can't keep moving forward. Right? No, you're just afraid because you're stepping into something unknown. So you don't know the outcome. And because we are creatures of answers, we sometimes depend on knowing how something is going to work out instead of just going through the process. And I heard somebody say, well, if you're already halfway through it, you might as well finish.
1: <laughs> right. I didn't
0: right. go through all of this to then stop dead smack in the middle of it when I could have just continued. And a lot of you guys, your breakthrough is around the corner. I know, y'all, I'm a poster child of Shantae. don't tell me my breakthrough is coming. I need my breakthrough yesterday. I needed it 10 minutes ago. <laughs> but I will tell you this. I am like you said earlier, a poster child of this. Delay, setbacks, in the end, hindsight is twenty twenty because you've gone through it, right? That's it's right. like a dust storm, right? It's dusty. Going in it, you don't see on the other side. Once you're in it, you don't even see if you can get to the other side. But once you're on the other side and you look back, your vision is much clearer. So with feelings can also come fear and lies and just limitations that you don't need. And with that, we're going to drop the mic. We'll pick back up because we're going to keep talking about how to get through this delay with a good attitude. Y'all enjoy. in Me,
2: Commonwealth, little junk, getting love from my city. I roll call for the DMV. In my own lane, you could still ride with me. Don't no know, I made mistakes. You won't end, but it's too late. I don't need your support just to know I'm important. I won't ever sell myself short, cause I know you see me on the come up. Big girl with big dreams. Where my mouth is I boss
0: Hey, y'all, we're going to pick it back up with getting through the delay with a good attitude. Now, Kim, for you, when you've gone through certain situations and you know it's a delay, it's not moving as fast as you want, how do you make sure you fix your posture to have a good attitude about the process?
1: Yeah, I know um, the first thing that I do and what I think is always important is... um, You know, in my mind, I've quit my business about 10 times. You know, (laughs) I have in my mind. I I understand that. (laughs) (laughs) But when you, you know, because I want things to, to go the way I want them to go. And it's like, God, maybe you need a little help. So let me help you with some stuff. But he don't need my help. But I think what's most important is that I always remember my why, why am I doing this? And I remember that little girl in the third grade that was so so scared because um, children with dyslexia turn into adults with dyslexia. This, I follow certain processes every day in order to live my life, in order to manage. And so I remember my why, And then, you know, when I'm fearful, I do some self-care things um, just to uh, help myself relax. And that's very challenging for me because I could work until midnight. On the weekends, you know, my friends are like, Kim, you sent an email at 2.40 in the morning. And I said, well, yeah, you know, I'm I'm working, but I have to remember how important self-care is. And, you know, my, my female friends, they have just made a big difference in my life because I'll call someone and I'll say, Hey, today is not a good day. I'm as raggedy as I could be, you know, do you have a word, you know, and then they may say, you know, Kim push, push forward. Uh, We just had a class where there was 125 women registered. And she was like, you know, you remember the class? It was 125 women registered and we had a good turnout. And then I say, yeah. So you have to remember your successes as well.
0: That is really good. You know, we talked about in another show, and this is that alignment piece, where you have to have places of remembrance. If you get to certain places in your life, you can be like, okay, I might feel stressed right now. I might be afraid of this next step or this next move. But I remember when I was in the same scenario or a similar scenario, because I feel like this. A lot of our experiences are recycled experiences until we master it. And then guess what? We get a new cycle of experiences to master because that is what growth is. We're thinking growth is some beautiful butterfly that comes sits on our shoulder and whispers all the wisdom that we need. No. No, it is the fire. It is disappointments, it is delays, it is setbacks, it is being challenged, it is being pushed, it is being pulled, because some of us need to be dragged into the next season, kicking and screaming, we don't wanna go, but we know that purpose is persistence. I say it all the time. Purpose is persistent. So if you're wondering why you can't let something rest, I've quit my business probably a million times. I think I quit this morning. I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm, how long I'm gonna be doing this. I I give myself one more year, you know, but at the end of the day, it's that, that fuel, that passion and passion is what fuels purpose. Passion and purpose are not the same. They're like the car and the gas, the car and the key. You know, purpose gets us where we want to go. It's what we're supposed to be doing. But passion really fuels us along the journey because it's not going to always be an easy one. Now, before we go, if you had one piece of encouragement, what would you tell the listeners listening for, it was worth it,
1: delay? Just go through the process because if it was put in your mind, your heart, your soul to do this, then you will be successful. But you just know that you have to work for it. You know, like I said, I have quit 10, 12 times. And then the next morning I wake up, you know, and I say, Yeah, I quit. I'm, and then I might see a spark, you know, something that Shante sent, something positive. And I say, Oh yeah, okay. And then I talk to myself. I say, You are bad girl in all your ways. I say, I don't fail, you know, and it may be a delay, but I won't fail. So that's, that's what I would, that's what I would say, you know, because you're not going to be able to quit because if it's in you and that's your purpose, you can try to quit, but then next day you'd be like, oh, let me go on and pick up this notebook again. Do <laughs> you that know?
0: I do know. Now, before we go, you have an event coming up, which I am excited about because I need to go and snag my ticket. So y'all snag y'all ticket because I'm snagging my ticket.
1: What is your event coming up? Tell us about it. Yes, this is the 12th year that we're doing Divas Day and Divas Day is a, a very exciting time. Um, in here in the Houston area. And we're really excited because this year, after two years, we're going to be back in person. And we're going to be discussing issues that are important to men and women. Uh, This is going to be the first year that we're inviting men to attend, because it used to just be a conference with women. But as uh, Women Cultivating Greatness is growing, I'm having more men contact me. I be, hey, I believe I have this issue, this challenge. And, it, you know, in my heart, I just can't turn anyone away, you know. And we do do screenings for dyslexia and ADD. So it is on uh, October 8th, uh, 2022 at the Hilton Garden in Pearland. And um, it starts at nine o'clock. We have four speakers. We have a panel discussion. Vendors. Um, I have some door prizes, exciting entertainment type things for us to do. And it is our annual fundraiser, our biggest fundraiser of the year. We have VIP tickets. If you wanna want the VIP. Um, Uh, experience. And then we have right now, you know, we have quite a few tickets in different categories. So it's just go to um, DivasDay.org, D-I-V-A-S-D-A-Y.org for more information.
0: I love it. Y'all make sure y'all go and get uh, your tickets. Now, Kim is also part of our 2022 Catalyst for Change Award recipients. She'll be pitching her company for a chance to win $5,000 grant at this year's 2022 Leadership Summit. You guys, make sure you go and get your tickets at www.womenempoweringchange.org. So y'all got two things, September 23rd, 24th, WEC Leadership Summit. You guys heard me speak about it. And then you have Divas Day in October. So make sure you're going and snagging your tickets. We got stuff for you to do. And thank you for tuning in. Remember, you can catch me every Saturday at 1 o'clock Central Standard Time at www.mixtalkmedia.org. And shout out to Fluent Radio. We are streaming live in Chicago. Bye, y'all.